On today's episode of Daily Bread, we pick up on the third and final section of the story of the woman at the well from the Gospel of John. When John first introduces us to the woman at the well through this tense cross-cultural moment with Jesus, what with her being socially ostracized and a complicated marital status, you don't get the impression that this would be the first evangelist to the Samaritan people, but you'd be wrong. For most of us, the agrarian life of the first century is extremely difficult to imagine, but there is a reason that most agrarian cultures in the world hold celebrations at harvest time. Imagine the waiting. Imagine that your very sense of time is based on where you're at in relationship to harvest. In this passage, John's gospel is telling us that the harvest time has come, not just for the Samaritans, but for the whole world. Open your Bibles or click the link in the show notes to John chapter 4, verses 27 through 42 from the New International Version. As you listen to the passage, pay attention to the word or phrase that stands out to you. Just then, his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then, leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now, the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. As you listen to the passage again, imagine what it would have been like to be the disciples.
Just then, his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, What do you want? Or why are you talking with her? Then, leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of the town and made their way toward him. Meanwhile, his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, Could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Even now, the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life, so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together. Thus the saying, one sows and another reaps, is true. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the hard work, and you have reaped the benefits of their labor. Many of the Samaritans from that town believed in him because of the woman's testimony, he told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. This is the word of the Lord. You can almost imagine the disciples scratching their heads when Jesus tells them to look at the fields. In what ways do you struggle to see the harvest fields today? This Samaritan woman doesn't really have the credentials one might expect in a representative of Jesus. But her testimony transforms her town. How does this story challenge how you see who's fit to represent Jesus? Up until now in chapter 4, Jesus is talking about water that doesn't come from wells and food that we don't know about. What would it look like to bring your thirst to Jesus and ask him for a drink? What would it take to become satisfied by the food that he eats?
May you live today in the reality that the harvest has come. May you know that Jesus really is the Savior of the world. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Thanks for listening to another episode of Daily Red. If you're enjoying Daily Red and you want to go a little bit deeper, we've linked in our show notes a resource from InterVarsity Press where they publish daily devotionals. It's not necessarily in line with what we're doing uh, in terms of scripture day by day, but it's a great resource uh, that you can use to go a little bit deeper in scripture on your own. Daily Red is a podcast designed to bring you God's word, read aloud with space to reflect and pray. Thanks for listening.